You know, our next guest knows about playing in a national title uh, a game, bit, doesn't he? A little he? bit, Let's talk to the president of Youngstown State. He is a legend, Jim Trestle. Hi, Coach. Morning, Coach. Good or morning. President. Happy New Year. What, what do people call you, president or coach or... Well, that's when they're being nice to me. They call me a lot of other things here on campus. (laughs) Well, you know, watching that Clemson victory, and God, it was such a great game. It's got to make you pretty proud to see many of the traditions and the success that you had continue under not only Urban, but now Ryan Day, right? Oh, no question. Yeah, It's so much fun to watch. uh, You know, Ohio State is now always a part of the conversation. Every year uh, we get better, it seems. And uh, it's fun to reflect back and say, you know what, we were a part of that building block, and now we get to just relish in uh, watching this version of the Buckeyes uh, do special things. Didn't a little bit of you, though, kind of want to see him struggle after you left? (laughs) No, no. Those were my guys. I'm joking, yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, Coach, we talked to, or Jim, we talked to uh, Cardell Jones uh, a couple days ago, and he said watching that game, he's like, I would have called this play, and just the excitement level in his voice talking about watching the Buckeyes play that Clemson game. How do you watch the games? Are you excited? Are you watching it as a coach? Are you watching it as a fan? You know, I'm not a very good spectator because uh, I spent so many years uh, not being a spectator. Uh, so, you know, I don't get into too much of the, uh, you know, second guessing or we should have done this or that. Uh, I just like to marvel at, at just the talent on the field and, yeah. and watching, uh, you know, the game just keeps evolving. I mean, just think about the last 150 years we've been playing the game. It just, every year, it just some of these catches these kids are making and, and some of the plays, watching these people hurdle, you know, eight feet over top of tacklers and, and uh, it's just uh, it's just watching uh, you know something very graceful, something very artistic. And watching this season through the uh, pandemic, such an unusual season. How did the COVID uh, affect your Penguins up there in Youngstown? Well, we're in FCS football, okay. And so Missouri Valley Conference, which is the top FCS conference uh, in the country. Uh, voted not to play in the fall because the NCAA was not going to allow a championship. So ah. FCS uh, kicks off. Our first game is against the defending national champion, North Dakota State Bison, on February 21st uh, in Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, and uh, we'll have an eight-game season and then an abbreviated playoff. And uh, so it might be kind of fun because – We'll be about the only football on TV, and that's true. You know, people uh, may find out that uh, the football at the FCS level is pretty good. No, oh, North Dakota. I mean, your first opponent—that's a legendary school right there. As is your school as well. So that'll be a great Week One matchup. We're with Jim Tressel, president of Youngstown State. So take us back to when you won a championship with the Buckeyes. Do you just remember everything about that week and that game? You, you know, you really do, and and it's what I really think about as I watch today's world is, you know, it was so different. Um, You know, we ended the regular season and then we waited 43 days to play another game. Mm -hmm. And that was so different than now. It's a little more rhythmic. It's a little more cadence to it. It's kind of like we had in 1AA when I was coaching where the regular season ended and every week you played a top 10 team. And if you, if you were still standing, you could be the champion, and now with the conference playoff and then the semifinals and then the championship, uh, it's such a different 
uh, pace to it, um, a lot less um, having to worry about the mental stance of things because you don't, you don't get that interruption. Though I will say that uh, it's been miraculous watching Coach Day and his staff have yeah. ups and downs of COVID and are we playing, are we not, you know, and, and uh, so you have to tip your cap to that. But it's such a different time now uh, when you get in the groove of that playoff thing like we here, had here at Youngstown State for all those years, it was just another season. And, you know, you were just you went from one battle to the next. And, and that's kind of what the college football playoff has turned into. And so it's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Hey, Coach, you know this is, is a, you watch your team on Saturdays, and some days your team just doesn't have it, or they're, you know right away they're really on. Was there a point in that championship game? Because I just had dinner with someone last night, and they were telling me all these plays that I forgot. Was there a point in that game where there was a particular play or something happened where you said, you know what, we got, got it tonight. I don't know if we'll win or not, but we, got, we can play with these guys. You know, our final practice going into the game, uh, I, the crispness, the speed, uh, the confidence. I knew right then that we had a chance. Now we were playing, you know, Miami Hurricanes. They'd won 34 straight games, defending national champs. We were, I don't know, 18-point underdogs or something. So I knew it wasn't going to be easy, but I knew we were ready. And uh, so really from that moment on, uh, we were just going to have to go and, and do what we had to do Knowing it would take forever, I didn't know it would take some overtimes, but uh, uh, we really thought we were well prepared. And going back to when you said it was so uh, different, and it wasn't that long ago, when you think about it, do you think it's going to evolve yet again? I think we're still going to see some changes here in the next couple of years down the road. Oh, I I believe that. Yeah. The only thing constant is change. And, And so if you think about when we started playing the game, there was a handful of games, then we went to eight. Then we went to nine, then we went to 10, then we went to playoffs, you know, bowl games. Right. Uh, so it's going to change. And you know, a lot of it's driven by the popularity uh, that, you know, people want to see football on TV. They, they want to get together with their friends and enjoy great competition and root for their team. And, and uh, you know, we were able to provide that. Uh, so, yeah, I think there will be ongoing discussion. Uh, I get a little bit concerned, honestly, that we don't overdo it with our student athletes. I've always kind of been in favor of maybe shortening the regular season and lengthening the playoffs, uh, which kind of COVID did that for us. Uh, But I think that's a healthier thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, The problem you have is everyone is so used to the revenue that's generated from a longer regular season. And so, but I I think, uh, you know, in the midst of, you know, a year ago, all the discussion was concussions. You haven't heard anything about concussions this year. You've just heard about COVID. But I think once this calms down and we get back to thinking about, you know, what's the best thing for the safety of the game, and uh, I just happen to think that uh, I don't believe that the game is, is too dangerous to play, but how many bangs on the head, you know, should we have? Our high schools are playing these 15-game seasons we're having this all year round training. I watch youth soccer. I mean, they play 12 months a year, banging their head against yeah. the ball. And, and I'm thinking, I just don't know yeah. the frequency. I, I don't think the game itself is a problem, 
But I think we have to evaluate the frequency. But again, it gets complex when you're talking about the financial side of it. We're talking to Jim Trestle, president of Youngstown State. So when you were here at Ohio State, there would always be rumors of the Browns would call Coach Trestle. You know, they would want Coach Trestle. Were you ever, and you don't have to get into the specifics, but were you ever offered an NFL job or somewhat sniffed around when you were here? Well, you know, uh, Coach Stefanski's out for the Browns this week in their playoff game. And uh, I was waiting for Jimmy Haslam to call me and see if <laughs> he wanted me to handle it. <laughs> instead, he uh, is having Mike Prefer, the special teams coordinator, mm-hmm. handle it. Right. Mike's one of my former assistants from Youngstown State. So uh, that's about as close as I've had to, to coaching in the NFL uh, was uh, this weekend. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be a fun couple yeah. of days between yeah. the Browns on Sunday and uh, your Buckeyes hey. going Monday night. Hey, are Absolutely. You, are you surprised? You know, it's it's been about 10 years and you're still doing TV commercials here. I tell someone I'm interviewing you, and they just get all jumpity and excited. You Are you kind of surprised, or maybe not, that you are still a legend in this city? Well, yeah, I don't know about a legend, but uh, Ohio State football is a big part of our culture. And if you were lucky enough to play, uh, you're always a part of that culture. Right. Uh, lucky enough to coach. Um, and, you know, I, I had 10 years. That's a lot of years you know, to be the head coach at Ohio State. And, and so, you know, I'm, I'm a proud part of the culture and always will be. And, you know, the people in central Ohio and really throughout the state of Ohio, you know, they love their Buckeyes and, and uh, you know, it's just a, a great thing to be a part of it. You just don't want to be the guy that, that drops the ball. Yeah. I mean, the, the bar is set so high. I mean, currently, I mean, this is crazy. If you had to follow, although you, the cupboard's full when you take over, so there's usually a two, three-year grace there, but yeah, you, know, you, you don't worry about that. When you go into situations, you roll up your sleeves, you see what the situation is, you mm-hmm. make, make decisions, and sometimes you change the decisions you make because you learn more about it. And, and so, uh, you know, I think Ryan has done a great job of, of you know, he took over from uh, Urban, who did an extraordinary job, and... and uh, you know, the the pressure of, you know, how many times in a row, you know, can we beat Michigan and all that. And, and uh, you know, I, I think uh, he's handled it just as you should. And, and uh, you know, hopefully we'll continue over the course of history to hire people who will do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned decisions and you're a university president. Um, how many sleepless nights have you had? Because as a coach, you're in charge of, you know, you go into a family's home and say, I'll take care of your son. And you did a great job. Now as a university president, you're, t- you You've know, got a campus. you've got a lot more. You know, there's no question. In fact, I tell people all the time that if I knew how hard it was to be a college president, I would have been nicer to my college presidents. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no question. The scope of it is I used to have a hundred guys and a dozen coaches and, you know, really felt like we had a handle on everything we were trying to do. And, and all of a sudden you have, you know, 12,000 students and a yeah. thousand employees and a, a whole community counting on, you know, we're the biggest economic driver here in this region. And, and so uh, there's no doubt about it. And then you throw in the pandemic. Uh, I, I tell people all the time, this president thing's overrated. It, it's, it's not easy, but yeah. uh, you know, well, you got big shoulders uh, though. Well, it, it's, it's been a, just like it was a blessing to be 10 years at Ohio State, this is my seventh yeah. year here, and this has been just as good a blessing. How do you? How have you dealt with campus gatherings? Have you been pretty tough, saying, "Hey, you're not 
no parties, no get-togethers, uh, because some schools are suspending kids who get together. Yeah, we've been pretty fortunate. Uh, our students have been pretty serious about this pandemic. We did a kind of a neat little thing. I told the coaches, you know, since I'm an old coach and I know uh, that they have to do whatever I tell them. <laughs> on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night, we had our coaches in golf carts driving all over campus from like 10.30 in the morning, or 10.30 in the evening till 1.30 in the morning, just making sure, you know, and it, and it was a fun thing, though. You know, it wasn't like the police were driving around. Right, right. It was, you know, fun people who knew a lot of the kids. And, and so we've been trying to take a real positive view of it that, hey, you know, this isn't the way we you know, plan things, but here's where we are. We need to do this to protect one another and really knock on wood. Our students have really done a nice job. That's good to hear. Well, it's great hearing your voice. It had been almost exactly a year since we last spoke. Thank you very, very much. And uh, Coach Tressel, good luck in the future. We'll do it again. All right. Go Bucks.